Jesus says in the book of Luke, the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. Matthew picks up on that quote, and in some of your translations, it's actually added to the beginning of this story in Matthew 18, starting in verse 11. For the Son of Man came to save the lost. And then we go into another very familiar story if you spent any time in the Bible. What do you think? If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them has gone astray, does he not leave the 99 on the mountains and go in search of the one that went astray? Now, put your first century shepherd's hat on. What is the correct answer to this question? No, you do not go chase after one sheep. That is the correct agricultural answer to this question, that you do not do that, okay? So Jesus is making a point in his rhetorical question. And if he finds it, truly I say to you, he rejoices over it more than over the 99 that never went astray. Also, not a real thing in the shepherding world. If one sheep leaves you, you stay with the 99 and you celebrate that you still have 99 sheep at the end of the day, okay? Verse 14, so it is not the will of my Father who's in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. Jesus is likening the Father's relationship towards us and towards people on earth with that of a lousy and reckless shepherd. Did you guys pick up on that? Jesus is disproportionately concerned with those who are far from him. Sometimes, even at the expense of those who already know him. From a traditional organizational standpoint, this makes no sense. Uh, This makes no sense in our modern day thinking of church. Um, It makes no sense if we are part of the 99 and we're really concerned with having our needs met, like our desires serviced or our attention entertained. This makes no sense. This is also not how you grow a church. I've been doing this a little while now. This is not how you grow a church. How you grow a church is to get a banging worship band, 25-minute sermons, cool lighting in here. (laughs) You guys are laughing. I've been doing this a really long time. If I wanted to grow this sucker fast, we'd fire Zach. I'd hire some Bethel knockoff team. I'd start preaching shorter sermons. The room would be dark when you walked in. That's how you grow a church. (laughs) I'm just being honest with you guys. Killer family ministry and a women's Bible study. We'd add those things on immediately. Our church would grow. Now, I'm not knocking any church in town. That's not, hear me, that's not. I'm saying this is reckless even to us, the way Jesus talks about lost sheep. It feels a bit like we're shooting ourselves in the foot when we're actually choosing to be disproportionately concerned with those who are far from him. Let me tell you something about those people who are far from God. They don't attend Sunday services regularly. They don't want to be a part of a small group. They don't give any money and they won't serve on your team. But it's what Jesus was called to and it's what you and I are called to. This is it. This is what we are doing to reach the lost in Ventura. Last week, we looked at this idea, really last three weeks, we looked at this idea of what it means to follow Jesus as apprentices. It means we're called to be with him, but also to become like him and to do the things he did. If Jesus is saying he's the kind of shepherd that leaves the 99 for the one, that is then the kind of church that we are to be. That maybe at the expense of those who've been hanging around church for any length of time, we go run fast to those who are far from Jesus and do whatever it takes to bring them to him. Do we, 
I'll say the, the royal we, like as a church, but also the individualized we. Like, do we share the burden of Jesus for the lost in our city? Like, do we share the burden of Jesus for the lost in our city? So when we ask the question, why Alpha? It's because we want to share the burden of Jesus for the lost in our city. We believe everyone should have the opportunity to explore life and the Christian faith, to ask questions, to share their point of view in an open, friendly environment. We as a church, like, have seen that that doesn't really exist here in this city. This is something unique to who we are. Like, there's nothing else in town like this. We don't want to be a church simply for the church, but a church for the city, for the lost, for those searching. And as a church dedicated to making much of Jesus, inviting others to do the same, as a church who's helping people find their way back to God and reaching the city of Ventura, we think it's pretty important to create a space like this for people to wrestle through these kinds of questions around life and faith and meaning. A space that focuses on hospitality and listening well and making a safe and fun environment for people to share what they think. A space where we as Christians can embody the posture of Jesus by listening well and not just waiting for our opportunity to answer their question. One of the things that we've discovered in the last year of doing Alpha is this is a unique need that has not been met in our city. And we want to meet that need to create this environment where people can, from any sort of background, ask anything, share anything, with no fear of being judged, with no fear of being scolded. That's why we're doing Alpha. Our prayer is to create the kind of space for people to answer honestly this question, who do you think Jesus is? And to let them share and to let them explore. The gospel is shared, absolutely but it's a space for them to explore, to ask questions. Our friends up in Portland, a church we're connected to relationally, uh, put together a video kind of uh, from their perspective of what Alpha has been like. And so I want to show you that video now from John Mark Homer and our friends up in Portland. I live in the West End of downtown Portland, Oregon, lead a church there called Bridgetown Church that we planted seven years ago now. We really believe that church isn't just a people, it's a people in a place. So for us, that's Portland, Oregon, in this post-Christian, secular, pseudo-spiritual moment. It's therefore all about people in the flesh, in relationships together, in a neighborhood, in a city, coming together around the gospel. Really the heart and soul of our church is to see Sunday as a launching pad to get people into their neighborhood, around a table with a neighbor, coworker, friend, to talk out the gospel of Jesus. We were at the spot where we were leaning really hard into mission. But what we discovered is that people were really good at getting into relationships with people far from God, but it was really hard to actually open up in-depth conversations about the gospel. It's one thing to invite a neighbor over, but it's another thing to talk about substitutionary atonement, right? Or the resurrection of the dead, or historical evidence for the life of Jesus of Nazareth, or the Holy Spirit. And a lot of our people just never could get there. And that's where Alpha for us has just been this genius kind of way to help our people take the gospel to the city, because the city just doesn't want to come to church anymore. 
post-Christian culture is a reaction against Christian culture. The assumption isn't just that they don't know the gospel of Jesus, it's that they know it a little bit and they're hostile to it. And Alpha for us is beautiful because it creates space to have these in-depth conversations about things that are really hard to just bring up with your barista or your neighbor. People have already built relationships, are already doing that through their community, in their neighborhood or at work. And now here's a place around a table to come together, take those relationships to the next level and talk in depth about the gospel. When I first heard about Alpha and I heard that your job is not to answer questions, you don't defend the faith, all the red lights in my pastor filter went off. Like, no, you can't do that. But I think in our culture, part of feeling loved is feeling heard feeling felt, that safe place creates an environment for people to vocalize what they believe. And most people have never actually vocalized and verbalized many of the things that they're actually living by. So when they do, often they like realize, oh my gosh, that doesn't make a ton of sense. And then they hear the gospel of Jesus and it starts to make more and more sense. And so I think authenticity once again creates just a space for the gospel to feel as real as it actually is. That's what I love about Alpha. It's not really a formula. It's just community around a table with the gospel of Jesus and an openness to the Holy Spirit. That is the, if that's a formula, it's the most basic New Testament formula there is. But you put those components in close proximity to each other, community, food, gospel, Holy Spirit, and you just watch what happens. I love that video for a number of reasons, but uh, he's, I mainly I love that video because he's talking to church people about, about Alpha and some of like the obstacles we encounter when we're trying to take the gospel to our friends and family and coworkers and neighbor, that there is a difference between just trying to like stumble into a conversation at Prospect and actually diving into deep life and spiritual stuff. And so I want to help answer the question a little bit of like, what is Alpha? If this is new for you, if you're new to Anthem and you haven't been with us when we've been running Alpha, I'll give you the, the super top level summary of what it is. It's a series of interactive sessions that freely explore life and the basics of the Christian faith in a friendly, open, and informal environment. That's what it is in a, in a nutshell. And so we're launching uh, June 5th. And so if you've been with us at Alpha, you know we do big launch parties. Uh, and so we like to do good food, good drink, like good hangout vibe. We, we meet over at the office. We do it up. So it's a cool place uh, to actually bring someone to. And we do a big launch night. And at that launch night, we eat really well. And we watch one of the, the first video that really just asks the question, is there more to life than this? And invite people to join us for the next few weeks as we explore some of those big questions. And each one of the talks looks at a different part of uh, or a different aspect of faith and life, and it's designed to create conversation. And so the talks that we are watching are creating conversation for us to talk about. And so a typical night at Alpha always starts with food. So we have good food. Uh, those of you who helped uh, cook meals for our last session of Alpha, well done. It was amazing. Uh, excellent, excellent food, but we also like cater in some really good meals as well. So it's a combination of lighting some of our cooks in the body on fire and then bringing in some local good eats from Ventura. But it always starts with food. And whether it's a group of friends gathered around a kitchen table or a quick catch up over coffee, food has always been bringing people together and breaking down walls. And so we start every alpha with food, just like you do in your community group, because it is a great way to build 
build community and get to know each other. Uh, Then we watch a talk. We watch a short film together, and they're designed to provoke questions and conversations as they explore some of these big issues in life. And then the final component, which is probably the most important part, is the discussion. We'll break up into smaller groups, and it's the chance to share thoughts and ideas on the topics that we were uh, just watching and discuss it in a small group. And there's no obligation in those small groups to say anything, uh, but there's also nothing you can't say or can't ask. And for your friends, there's nothing they can't say or can't ask in those moments either. And then we end and usually have a pretty robust hangout time at, after, afterwards. And so food, uh, we watch a talk, and we have some discussion. That is our format. It's incredibly simple, but like John Mark just said, it's, it's one, it's an ancient format. Food, community, gospel, openness to what the Holy Spirit is doing. And so to give you a little bit of a taste of what to expect, and even like some of the films we'll be watching, I have one last video to show you guys to just give you a little bit of a taste of some of the stuff we're going to be diving in together. So hit that last one, Joseph. Every day we ask so many questions. What should I wear? What's the weather going to be like? How am I going to fit everything in? But then there are those bigger questions. Like, why am I here? Where am I heading? Is there more to life than this? I had arrived at an answer to the most important issue that we humans ever deal with. Is there a God? And I had arrived there without ever really looking at the evidence. And I was supposed to be a scientist. At 28, uh, I had gotten many of the things that I thought I wanted. My girlfriend was on the cover of magazines, I had a Beamer, and I was so unhappy. It was a realization maybe that I would, I would never find happiness where I was looking for it. I think for so many years, you know, I always just strived to be strong in myself. All I needed was me and my buddies and, you know, would be like invincible. But the truth is, none of us are. And I found purpose, I found meaning, I found hope. God took something so broken and made it a beautiful art piece. Alpha is a place where you can be yourself. You can say what you think and challenge everything. No, no question is too complex or too simple. And what your point of view is, is as important as anyone else's. We are going on a journey together, an adventure to explore the questions of life, faith and meaning.
All right, Zach is passing around one more card, uh, and this card is answering the question, how can I be involved? Now, I'm going to lay out a couple of things right at the top uh, and then share with you those couple of ways you can be involved really quickly. Uh, but as we look towards Alpha this summer, there are a couple of like really big needs that we have, but I also want to state up front, if you are a part of Anthem, you are a part of Alpha. If you are a part of Anthem, you are a part of Alpha. This is not like an extracurricular thing for the super Christians. This is what we are doing this summer as a church together. And there are a variety of ways you can uh, help out, you can be involved. The first and most important, and it's how we're going to end our morning here in just a few minutes, is praying. Praying for our city, for our church, for the lost, and for your friends, family, coworkers, neighbors who do not know Jesus. This is of vital importance. And like Anna was saying, it is a, not only a great first step, but it's the most important thing that you can do for your friends who are lost is to pray for them. But the second uh, way you can be involved is through an invitation to Alpha. The main way and really the only way people get connected to our alphas in the past is through your invitation. It's through you saying, hey, come with me to this thing we're doing this summer. Uh, Alpha is designed to be a space for people who are not Christians to explore what they believe, okay, around life's big questions. Yes, the gospel is proclaimed. We'll unpack who Jesus is and what that means. But the time, if you are a Christian, you will gain something from it, but it's actually not designed for you. It's designed for your friends and your family who are far from God. So uh, this is a huge way that we do Alpha through the summer is through your invitation uh, as we go out as the church. Third way you can be involved is presence. Right With that invitation comes a commitment to actually be there with them, journeying with them through this Alpha course. And even if those people you invited are not there, your presence is still actually needed. And I would even say pastorally, you will benefit, you will grow in your faith from being a part of Alpha. So just you being at Alpha, whether you have a friend there or not, uh, and whether you're serving in a, in a particular role or not, is actually serving the church and helping us move forward in this mission. So prayer, invitation, presence, and volunteers. For us, Alpha is a matter of good hospitality. And so to make this work, we roughly think we need about 20 plus people who can volunteer into some unique roles here. So things like small group hosts and helpers, helping with some administrative tasks, helping with food, uh, committing to pray regularly for Alpha. There's a bunch of things that we need to, uh, to make Alpha happen. But the big idea is if you are part of Anthem, you are a part of Alpha. So much so that over the summer, all our community groups will go on pause, on hiatus, so that you guys can be present and involved in what we're doing. So this card that got handed out to you uh, right here, I'm putting a lot of trust in you guys. I'm not going to mom you and make you fill it out and give it back to me right now. I'm actually going to send this home with you, ask you to pray over Alpha and over your summer and ask what the Lord might have in store. So actually, we're not going to do that. Uh, I want you to take this home and bring it to your community group this week or bring it back uh, the next Sunday or the Sunday after that and actually take a moment and pray over, first of all, who some of the people you are inviting, 
And pray over them and pray for boldness. Ask the Lord for boldness. But on the flip side, pray and ask the Lord how you can help with Alpha. What like skills or tools can you bring to the table in your person and personality to help make Alpha work this summer? Okay? So in your community groups, actually this week or next week, you'll be doing a bit more training and discussion around Alpha. And so bring this with you to your community group as you'll be talking about how you can be involved at Alpha either this Wednesday or the following Wednesday. Uh, But we wanted to end the morning, uh, actually instead of singing more together and responding in the normal ways that we respond, uh, with a bit of prayer, uh, particularly prayer for the lost in our city. 